Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. Today, I sit down with my old friend Shane Powers. Shane is a podcast host and former Survivor contestant. We're talking about diets, his survivor weight gain, anarchy, video games, and chicken fried steak. You can find Shane at ShameheadBoy. Shane Powers. Wow. I want to say something uh, before we jump into it, and I want to say that Grace this morning said, who are you talking to today? And I said, I'm talking to Shane Powers. And she went, oh, my God. Well, first, you have to thank him for tickets to the blog. blog, I, didn't blog. Do, I didn't do any of that. She did all that. Okay. It's not true. But I okay. heard Grace. Yeah. A call was made. Then something happened, and Grace wanted to thank you. Many people so there called a, during that weekend. I'm sure. Tyler's Festival is a big deal. Yeah. I'm like, don't know. They'll miss it. The thing. I hear Grace. So, Whatever you need. Yeah. And Grace, so it was Grace, Grace has been flipped me. out. And Grace has every time been like, when am I going to see Shane? I need to thank Shane. Shane has the shoes. We're kindred spirits. That's Grace's universe. Okay. So I said, okay, I will thank him. And she, and she then went, wait, but dad, he's not fat. And I said, well, sh- Grace, first of all, everybody has something in their body that they want to change or do better. Or This is a conversation I think could apply to anyone. Sure. But secondly, Shane was on Survivor, which is a starvation fest. Right. And like, that's interesting. And we're going to talk about that a little bit or just the, how the body reacts to starvation and like this. And she was dumbfounded. By what? Utterly shocked. <laughs> Because that is the only show her and I watch together. Okay. And she was at first shocked and then furious. How could you not tell me, Dad, that this guy, this miracle worker, was on the one show that we watch? 
And I and I thought I don't know Grace. This How is long just is, not she's, something. Well, first of all, she's twelve. I was on that show sixteen years ago. I think that was part of it. And she right. was like, "Oh, it was like when it was still gray. The color was different." Oh, right. And right, she was right, like, right. "Oh, it's the old episodes where they're squares and yes. not things." I didn't ever watch that. And I said, "Yes." Yeah, so that's why you don't know that he was on. And it's so weird that you had in Grace the biggest fan ever. And it only just was eclipsed yet again by her. You are a deity to Grace. Okay, Grace rela- is I mean, like- listen, relax. I've also got some Christmas goodies for her. So oh, wow. we're going to like wow. take it over the top yes. three times. Her mind will be blown. I'm excited for you and Paige because I have always experienced you as when we met, you were not well. No. Physically. Sure. And you were in real trouble. I think we always thought, like, fuck, okay, when are we going to put Ethan in the ground? Yeah. And so from that, we go to this. And when you came to me with the, or when you talked to me about the idea of doing this, I thought this would be amazing. So I'm just, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm so excited. If I think about political or philosophical ideas that I have, I don't know that I actually could help anybody. I don't know that that kind of mental masturbation is helpful or productive in any way. Okay. But I have lost a lot of weight. I have set physical goals for myself, which I've met. And if anybody has something that they could derive from that, then I think it's productive. What was your max weight? I think it was 536. Okay, so when you're 536 and looking in a mirror, how do you even imagine getting to this? I, it's, Is it Im- unimaginable? Yeah. There's that... that, that the despair, or the like, it'll never work. It'll n- I'll well, never. Well, that that thought just never occurred to me. There was eventually the idea of just weight loss. I just want to lose weight. I just don't want to be this big. Right. In that, the goal isn't get down to ten percent body fat. It's not <laughs> let's ride every stage of the Tour de France. Let's you know be competitive on an erg for rowing. That's that's not the goal. The goal is just. Hey, this is too big. This is uncomfortable, basically. Let's be better. Got it. That, that I think, is how the goal started. Yeah, watching your journey has been super spectacular. We're both dopamine dudes, right? We want the tap cracking. It seems like you are able to, because this is what, I lost 40 pounds this year. Yeah, which I want to talk to you about. Which was so hard. Listen, I wasn't obese obese but i was fat like yeah. i got I, I got out of the shower and i was like what the fuck is going on right and then i also had this weird reverse body dysmorphia i had always thought that i weighed 157 pounds yeah. so i would get in the mirror and not see that i was getting fat and my girl was sweet about it at first and then she's like babe you're fat i'm like i am like i was literally looking at like you know the anorexics that talk about how they look in the mirror and they just see I was like, I had the reverse. Like, yeah. I had no idea that I had gained 40 pounds. Like, I felt different in my body and was lumbering and breathing hard, but I didn't really realize how much weight I had gained. And then I was like, well, I got to get this off. Like, I don't, you know, and I had never been a fat person or a big person before. And I'm the least PC dude ever. Sure. I don't give a fuck. Good. But people treat you differently when you're fat in society. Your jokes aren't as funny. They fucking aren't as interested in talking to you. They look past you. It's like as I've slimmed down, 
people look me in the eye better. They laugh at the joke more. They want to be around you more. People are not at all. And I'm not saying people are vapid. I'm saying that people are not attracted to people innately that aren't taking care of themselves. Right. Because that's, I, I don't think people are bad people like, oh, I'm not talking to the fat guy. I think that it is in, it's a fact that people want to steer away from people that aren't healthy or taking care of themselves or have really let themselves go. And it might not even be analytical. It could just be pheromones or whatever, genetic preferences Do that are not being real? talked about. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, because people say they are, they say they aren't. I don't. How do we not. know? We won't know. You know what I mean? I'm you sure don't know. there's some kind of scientific sure. study on it. I'm going to look it up. I have my girl smells so good to me. Like not when she's got any or shit. Like when she, and there have been other women that just don't smell very good that I really wanted them to. Right. I was like, she reads. That's helpful. She likes politics. She likes. She's got a nice rack. She's, I'm in on this. And then you're around them and they're like, oh my God, you don't smell very good at all. <laughs> and all the and other it's not like, doesn't work. Whatever the, f so maybe pheromone, I don't know. The way I perceive pheromones, and again, we don't know if they're real <laughs> well, or not. Well, you know everything. I don't know about pheromones, <laughs> I, but I imagine them to How the be, fuck do you not know about pheromones? You know about, about everything. I never thought about pheromones. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just thought that it was something that had an effect on us that we couldn't necessarily, it wasn't tangible. Like it's not, if a human being stinks and you're repulsed and you can spot it and go, Jesus Christ, that smell is not good. I think that's different than pheromones. Some people stink. Yeah. Not, but that's not the pheromone. I'm talking about like you just get out the shower. Yeah. Everybody's great. And there have been women in my life that I was like, man, this is not okay. This is not What is thing. that? What is that fucking? Well, I think it's real. Pheromones? Uh, you yeah. think it's real. I mean, real. according to the internet, okay, there's great. some real. So Google very, says pheromones yeah, are a thing. Very simply, by definition, pheromones are odorless, airborne chemicals. Odorless. Key. Odorless. Airborne chemicals transmitted by animals to influence behavior in the opposite sex. So why do we equate that with smell? Because I think that it's triggering receptors, but I, I mean, mean, how is it communicate? Really it's got to communicate as a smell. Yeah, there is a scent. Yeah, that's different in all people, right? I just think if we're if we're perceiving pheromones, <laughs> we're not perceiving them through touch. Down the K hole we go. Or I mean, taste. I must, uh, we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> pheromones. They're odorless. Everything says they're odorless. So. But they're having some reaction in our smell. It, is that how we perceive them? In our olfactory jam. Yeah. I'm sure there's been dudes in your life that sure. smell kind of dope. Yeah. Or they don't, yeah, I don't I'm know I'm going to tell my that. husband he smells dope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, no, but by the way, has anybody ever been bummed about being told they smell great? No. I love being told I smell great, which isn't often because I stink and I don't shower that much. Yeah, my kids will always tell me I smell like soap, <laughs> which I don't think they are saying in a good way. Now, did you work out today? Yeah. Do you work out every day? Not Sunday, but every other okay. day. Six days a week you work out. Yeah. And before that, it was the cycling and then the rowing. Before this iteration of working out, there was a period of of being sedentary and like not giving a shit. And then I think there was like a hiking period and a being outdoors period. And then there was another sedentary period. And then there was cycling and there was a, a short uh, CrossFit period sure. so i busted my knee and you know that yeah i've had many different 
Do you have to stay moving? I think I have to be doing something, you know? Yeah. So whether it's lifting weights or going on a hike, I have to do, I have to move my body with purpose every day. You brought the idea up. You were like, I want to do it. And I thought it was amazing. Why did you want to do it? Well, I want to, I, but I feel like this will keep me honest. This is something where if I do this, then I got to continue doing this. Got it. So that's part of it. Okay. And I think there are a lot of people who also want to have some success with weight loss or even if you're a little dude who wants to build muscle. I think there are people with physical goals who might need a little encouragement or inspiration. So that's part of it. If I can give somebody that, that's helpful. For sure. And I think that I won't get canceled, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a that's safe a concern. zone to talk about. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I'm really sort of enjoying not being 40 pounds heavier currently. Yeah. But there's the there's got to be the next thing that happens as a result of that, if that makes sense. Sure. Like, I feel better in my body, but I don't feel healthy. Does that make sense? 100%. I, 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 I don't feel physically big, but I don't feel – I feel toxic. I mean, I smoke. I drink a lot of coffee. The diet thing is weird. Like, my diet was all about just losing the weight, right? right? So I was on some crazy – I did that weird whole 30 thing for, yeah. like, 30 days. Yeah. And I lost, like, 8 pounds in 30 days. I'm like, well, this is bullshit, right? Let me get a Twinkie or 20. And then I was like, okay, it was weird that I was having a reaction to food, which I had never had. And, I, again, I don't know if this is aging. I don't know if this is – because I don't – I don't do drugs. I don't drink. But I would eat, and then I would get, there would be some kind of heroin-y, dopey sort of feeling that I would get when I would eat a certain way. And then I was chasing that weird feeling. Does that make sense? 100%. What, and that's just the dopamine banger? I mean, it, it depends on what you're getting it from. Yes, it could be. It could be that your body is programmed to to want to eat sugar, but I imagine you'd get that if you ate pizza too. Here's my first issue: <laughs> is I fucking love carbs. Now I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the only human being on earth, but I mean I fucking love them. Yeah. So I and that all gets transferred into sugar, right? Yes. Uh huh. Or no? No, it does. Glucose. Do I crave sugar or glucose? I guess is the doc is, is because I don't drink because I would so, I mean, I haven't had a drink in six years, but my body late at night will crave carbs and sugar and it's not stopped in the six and a half years that I've been sober. Is that because I was, my body was just fueled with sugar because of the booze? Well, let me ask you, if you were to eat a sweet potato, a baked sweet potato, would that handle the craving? Because that's carbs. Maybe. It's much lower on the glycemic index. Right. It's still carbs. Your body has a certain capacity for storing carbohydrates within your muscles. Okay. Energy for your muscles. Once you top that off, carbs are going to be stored as fat. So if you, if you exceed whatever your capacity for storing carbohydrates is, they're going to start being stored as fat. Do drunks, like I used to drink a gallon of booze a day, right, for three years. 
That's a lot of sugar, is it not? Yeah. Is there some type of craving still that I have, like Starburst, like whatever it is? That could be a gut bacteria thing. What's gut bacteria? There's hundreds of billions of bacteria. Well, how do I get rid of that shit? I do a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in water every night. That's if I, I do that for a certain amount of time, well, like, what's candida? Maybe. How about this? <laughs> what is Maybe. that shit? Nobody fucking knows for sure. Is that lies? I mean, I was I walking think... around like for six months. People were like, candida, dude. Yeah. I see it in you. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? But that's just that's just bacteria stuff. <laughs> I want that shit out. Yeah. You I want think some of it. Has a some of it is of healthy. It. Yeah. Right? How do I get rid of the fucking gut shit? I just, can I, and this is my thing too. This is why you say, okay, I have gut problems, gut health. It sounds like it. Okay. Your cravings (laughs) sound like it. Okay, great. So I have gut health issues. Right. You drink one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar every night to check your gut health or to make it better. Yes, if but, I drink the whole bottle, uh, no, <laughs> can I get just, rid of it now? That's just nausea and now. diarrhea. At it's that point. Diarr- I, don't yeah, I don't think you want that. How long before this shit gets out of my guts? I think you gotta. I think whatever you're having cravings for specifically, because like I said, you're you're saying you're having cravings for carbohydrates. Yeah, and also specifically frosted flakes right. with starbursts on top. Right. So that to like me, a little blueberry crunch, like a fucking weird. Yeah, okay, I eat carbohydrates carbohydrates every day hundreds of grams i would never ever touch that ever under any circumstances a frosted flake never or a starburst is that because it's all processed garbage and shit and terrible because the way i would perceive that as fuel is if i have to go run somewhere which i'm definitely not running anywhere but if i had to run somewhere sure you need energies that's going to hit your system boom right now and it's going to be like rocket fuel. How many people do you think can get to the place where you are, the way you live? Because there's no fucking way. But it's no, I'm not getting there. You could. You could. Is there a version of it that works for everybody or something that is just not so hardcore? Everything about you is fucking <laughs> hardcore. I think that anybody can do anything. Okay, so give me the, how about this? Because I'm thinking about my life. There's no fucking way. You wake up when? 6 a.m. <laughs> okay. And you're doing banana and a water and a wee or a, wee, a wheat a, bar or something. Typical, a, tic, a, a very typical breakfast day. is a 0% fat Greek yogurt. That sounds terrible. And a banana. Okay. That is a very standard breakfast. And that's all you get. F- until I have a protein shake two hours later. You operate very well under the mainframe of a military sort of like strict discipline. You, you I operate. He is. Mm-hmm. I. The minute there's too much freedom for me, it's not good. Ever. With anything. Not good. <laughs> okay. I need rules. But by the way, for, you know, anarchism, the rules are all self-imposed. They're all basically arbitrary and self-imposed. So I come up with the rules. I set the rules for myself. I live within my own rules. So... I'm not morally beholden to somebody else. It's all me. Right, but you have anchors and rules that you set for yourself because yes. of the, con- the, the, the... And we're similar because it, if I don't have anchors, I fucking am spun out of control. Yes. I mean, it, and it's just all hell breaks loose and then we start reading books that we shouldn't read and then we're like, dust is dust and yeah. none of it fucking matters. And, and but does anything really matter? Shane? I mean, listen, 
Probably not. Right. There you go. So it's all but just this matters. We want it to be. This matters. Because we want it to mean something. But like, I want to show up and support you. You want to show up and support me. I also want to have an interesting conversation with you. So that matters. Sure. I leave here. I go home. I review my day. I think, fuck, my life is whatever. But for an hour today, I had a really wonderful moment. Yes. Which is all we really are, right? A bunch of moments put together in a huge batch of like when i'm dying and it's all over i'm not gonna be thinking about the car or the fucking house or what the clothes i'm gonna be thinking about the moments that i had in the entirety of my life they're just gonna be i mean that's we're here i think because we're trying to get as much life experience as possible because that's the only thing of any real value so of course it matters of course sure because we decided it does. Right, but isn't it fun to live there? 100%. Like living outside the other thing and going where the Eckhart and the Ann and all them people like, that's. it seems like a pretty hopeless fruit. I'm not into but it, hopeless. But it, but only, it, I'm into being inspired by you. I'm into inspiring people. I'm into being inspired by you. You, by the way, I think it's just as noble to have been – when you and I met, you were rail thin. You had the fucking punk rock sternum forever. You were one of the people who I perceived as being able to not really think about food. You could eat a cheeseburger. You weren't embarrassed by eating it. And it wasn't going to have any effect on you. It, it didn't. And then <laughs> something it did. Happened. Something happened. Right. Well, and, no, survivor happened. And that's a big deal. Which is strange because you you – you explained this to me, and it was weird. I was 157 and shredded when yeah. I went on Survivor. When I And I had known you at for 10 years at that point. I could eat 6,000 calories and a you, day. It didn't matter. you never, your abs never disappeared in never. those 10 years. You would play basketball with your shirt off, and you had abs the entire time. It yes. was an impressive. You were a specimen. Man, was I, okay, so then I, I get down to 139. On Survivor, and then I got off the thing, and I gorged for four or five days. I just ate and ate and ate, and this is where you say I created new fat cells. I mean, I don't know if that's a hundred percent what happened, but that is the circumstance. You 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 went through the circumstance that that would occur in. So starvation happens. Your body's panicking. I've eaten twice in thirty three days. Those meals were ants termites and about an eighth of an inch of a snake <laughs> in 33 days right then you get off my body is screaming for food pancakes sausages i mean just pounding food for four days and you're saying then mathematically my body is like we got to hold on to all this because god knows what could happen if we starve again yeah you're my body is doing that to- in, in adolescence our fat cells are kind of set we, we stop developing fat cells and we have a number, whatever it is. It's not something they can actually put a real number to. It changes from person to person. That is set. Like you, eggs? Like in a, in in a, a uterus? uterus? Like you have a certain amount? I, don't, I haven't looked into u- uterus eggs, so I don't know. if Whatever it is, it's like, it's like water on earth. It's a fixed system. It's not growing and ebbing it is a number and it stays these are the amount of fat cells you have that's your fat cells now the circumstances of getting fat that's 
called adipose hypertrophy. Okay. That means the cell the fuck is, that? is getting bigger. Fat, adipose okay. tissue. Okay. <laughs> hypertrophy means growing large. Okay. So when we overeat, our fat cells, they get stored energy. Got it's it. It's literally your body going, well, you know, you put too much gas in your tank, it's going to run out. If you put too much food in your body, your body's going to go like, well, this is good. This is a savings account of energy. Got it. He's in a feast now. We can store this for later. When you starve your body, your body's going to do everything possible to slow down the amount of energy it needs to live. So it's going to eat muscle. It's going to eventually eat that reserve, but it doesn't want to eat that reserve first because it goes, holy shit, we're starving kill the muscle the muscle actually requires energy and the fat is a savings of energy let's kill a bunch of muscle and now when there's no more muscle we're going to start eating the fat when you then go into a feast mode after that that is the perfect situation where the body goes you know what for the next time let's build more fat oh cells so that we can actually store more fat more efficiently and you then have now fucked yourself for the next time you want to lose weight because it becomes harder. Got it. Because your body is in the zone of like, he could starve again. And we've, and you know, historically, genetically, we've had a lot of people die from famine. And uh, there's a hypothesis called the thrifty gene hypothesis, which says that they basically posit that over our evolution through numerous times that we've died out because of famine, that the body has learned to hold on to genes that make storing fat easier Got it. than using fat as an energy source. Stand by. We'll be right back after this break. Is famine possible again? Not, I don't think in America. Like in the world, have we, have we evolved enough as a species, as a race, where famine will never be an issue? No, there's places in the world where they there's still famine. Deep, yeah. right? Deep famine. Yeah, right. We haven't we haven't solved it, but. So did this happen to him? What you so scientifically described? I can't say, say that it, that definitely happened. It sounds like it happened to him. I mean, look, I knew him for ten. This is all anecdotal, by the way. I knew him for ten years. He could not gain weight. He was. He, you know, you weren't an athlete. You weren't running marathons. You were just, not. you were just. I, but thin. I was active. I played right. a lot of. I played <clears throat> a lot of basketball. I played. I mean, I was. I was never not moving. And then after Survivor, there was a little. You know, you're older. A little bit of a different thing. And then you get. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm not. I'd been 158 my whole life, and then I was like, shit, I'm 173. By the way. What, 15 pounds. What you're describing is literally the yo-yo diet cycle. This is every person who's gone, I need to lose weight, and I'm just going to pay attention to numbers on a scale. I'm not thinking about actually tapping into fat stores. I just want to lose weight. So that's all that matters. And I'm just going to drink water or cayenne pepper juice, lemonade stuff for a couple that's of days. That's not sustainable on any level. It's not sustainable on any level. It also makes your body think it's starving. Now, I, I've also read that there can be some use in water fasts for short durations. And then there's like some uh, movement now where it's saying you could water fast for 30 days. I wouldn't do that because when you come out of it, if you overeat, your body's going to fucking- Store it all. Yeah. 
Right. And, and even develop more fat cells, ultimately slow your metabolism down. I was just curious, though, did if this happened, I know we're being hypothetical, is it because of the amount of time that he was starving on Survivor? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. I, I haven't seen any literature that says it requires X amount, amount of time. Of time. Okay. I doubt that it happens in one day of not eating. Yeah. I will say this. How I lost the 40 pounds for real recently is – I've been reading about that intermittent fasting thing, yeah. right? And I think what it was like 18, six, like, so you don't eat for 18 hours. And then for six, I guess you eat normally, whatever right. the fuck that means. Nothing about, I know nothing about the word normal. So I did that for like a week and I lost like five pounds. I'm like, this is great. So let's bump it up. So then I went to 20 and four and felt great. And was losing more weight. And so now I'm basically 20 and four. And then a couple days a week, I'll go 36 hours without eating. So there are weeks where I'll eat three times a week. And I feel fucking great. And I've lost a lot of weight. Is that sustainable? No chance. I don't think so. It's not. I couldn't do it. But I have different requirements than you do, and I'm in the gym every morning, and and you know need. You to... can't go to the gym if you're doing the 36 hours. I mean, I you have just no energy. So. Yeah, but but I think also if it works for you, then it's valid. If you want to look at like the reason it works, it's probably because within that window of eating, you're still coming in under in calories from what you would have been had you eaten all day. How many calories do I burn a day just breathing? Impossible for me to know that, but there is a, you a know. chart of some kind. Yeah, that you could figure it out. Really, you have to go and sit in a doctor's office and breathe through a tube. By the way, you know, that's where we lose most of our weight is breathing. through our breath. Got it. So you breathe through a tube and it measures how many how much energy your body requires. It's in and out. That's all. I mean, it's calories in, calories out. Is it not? Basically. The $7 billion industry, and it literally is just that. Yeah. I mean, well, we get into these things like how insulin affects the body and and how carbohydrates affect the body. And there is lots of stuff that can play a part in weight loss. But at the end of the day, no matter what diet you're doing, if you're taking in more calories than you're using in the form of fat, protein, and carbohydrates, you're going to gain weight. Right. And there, there is some area where a very healthy person can eat slightly above their calories and their body will naturally speed up its metabolism. It'll go like, we don't need to store this as fat. We're going to burn this off. Like right. that's possible too. But if you're just sitting around playing video games. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Overeating, especially junk food. You're going to gain weight, and if you reduce that, you're going to lose weight. What about eating at night? Is that the thing? Should you not eat at night? I eat at night because I don't ever want to go very long without protein. I get up in the middle of the night and take amino acids. I take a handful in the okay, middle of the I'm night. I'm not getting there, right? But right. you will do that. You'll wake up at 3 in the morning just to pop a couple of amino acids. Well, I wake up and I'm starving, Okay, and I feel like my fucking... Body is screaming at me, what the fuck are you doing? And I go and, you know, I'm not going to go upstairs and have a meal. I, I eat some amino acids. But if I eat, like, Taco Bell at 2 a.m., that shit's not good. for. They say not to eat at night when before you go to bed. Is that because you're not moving? Well, yeah. You're I think eating the thought is carb load and then. It's hard for your body to digest that. It depends on what you're doing. If you're, like, an athlete and you're doing a bunch of athletic shit. Maybe you need to eat at night, but if, if you're like having Me, normal, yeah, gaming. I would not eat at night if I were you, especially <laughs> if you're like, if you're doing a lot of gaming. Well, that will happen. I'll be gaming. I'm playing a game called Atlas right now, which right. you should get into. Okay. Forget it. You get into this. It's over. I'm not allowed. Yeah, it's not. You're, oh, no, no. If you got on Atlas, it would be a wrap. That's a wrap. You'd be divorced. Yeah. It'd be a fucking over. The kid's gone. Yeah. No, they'd be out of school. You'd be just you'd yeah. eyes bleeding because that's what I do. I love it. It's 7 a.m. I'm three bagels in at 7.05. There's a nine-hour gaming thing. I've got a tear of blood. Yeah. I've just mined all my resources because I'm getting ready to make my schooner to go to E11 to get the treasure. Like, it's, I'm in. Yeah. And I go to bed and I wake up. I feel like I've. I feel like I got hit with a bat. Yeah. And I feel hungover because of the immense amount of shit that I've eaten right before I go to bed. Well, okay, but the other thing I think you should look at here, Shane, is you just lost weight. You just came out of a, a weight loss phase, sure. right? You got it. The, the more important than that is like maintenance and figuring out the post diet diet and whatever that regimen is going to be because. If you don't lock it in, your body wants to re- – your fat is a savings account. Your body is fucking wealthy when it's got stored energy. It just equals safety. So you tap into that. You get rid of some of that. Your body just wants it back. You right now should be thinking even more diligently about what you eat than even during the diet. I eat once a day. Mm-hmm. The 36 hours can be a little oh, bit Oh, you're of a, still doing that? Oh, yeah, no, this oh. is how I live. Okay, well, you were losing weight doing that, too. By the way, you're probably under 2,000 calories for those couple of hours, right? Wouldn't it you think? It we'll see. If, <laughs> I would it, hope. It depends because when I eat once a day because I don't want to eat like you. I don't right. want a fucking celery stick at nine right. and then of a uh, wheat grass because th- it's just you're bummed all day long. Like every time you go to the trough, <laughs> you're unhappy. So I'd rather eat once a day okay. and that one meal I really want to eat and enjoy. Yeah. So it's 
chicken fried steak and eggs. Right. Wow. Or like, you know, like it's a great, I'm just stoked to be eating. Do you get the white sauce on that, that gravy? Of course, oh, man. The sausage so gravy. Good. Yeah. By the way, why? how about this? I go home to Omaha a couple times a year. I feel like most of these people in the Midwest or in most areas outside of the people that read, right? And there's pockets of people that read everywhere, but I'm generalizing. I get off the plane and I feel like most of these people are in a losing battle. They're with their, I mean, everybody's overweight. I mean, everyone. Foods that they've learned how to eat, like meat, potatoes, corn. Like, I mean, and then on top of that, it's just nonstop marketing of like Fridays and the super fucking shrimp plate. And like, it's, and every meal in Omaha is this big. Yeah. And it just seems like corporate America or the corporatization or the monetization of food, which I guess really isn't food. I think it's really the subsidization of food. Meaning? Meaning, I believe it's beef, soy, and corn. Government is paying for that. The government is offsetting the cost right. to produce that. Got it. So that's why it's so cheap. That's why portions have gotten so big. You know what I mean? Like if you think about even when we were children, a McDonald's cheeseburger, that's what you're supposed to eat. Right. That's the meal. Small fry, cheeseburger, and a Coke. Coke is really small. Now we have like a fucking liter of Coke, (laughs) quadruple burgers, and it's buy two for two bucks, and a fucking – Six potatoes worth of fries cooked in some kind of oil that they made in a laboratory. What is that fucking dust on the McDonald's fries? It, what is that dust? It's evil. It's yeah, that it's evil something. dust. Something. It's just, it's the fucking <laughs> but dust. That is because, I don't know if there was some conspiracy to do it or not, but, you know, prior to the Great Depression, people spent 45% of their income on food. Right. And now... It's nothing. Food is, it's all free. It's like everywhere you go is a fucking buffet at, in Caesar's Palace. You know what I mean? Where it's like all you can eat for a buck. Is everybody who's overweight unhappy and eating for, eating their feelings? I have no idea. Uh, is that a major reason? I feel like that's what I, that's why I was overweight. I mean, that's why I gained weight. I didn't move and I ate a lot and I got something from eating. Yeah, but I think there's more to it because I think if we look at how we evolved, we evolved to consume everything we could possibly consume. We evolved so that we could store fat. I mean, that's what we're programmed to do. That's what our bodies are built to do because... Next week, you're not going to catch the gazelle, and the fucking berry tree isn't going to be able to produce berries in another week. you got to wait a full season for that. You know what I mean? Of course. So we need to be able to store energy for that. We'll cut to, in 70 years, we went from food lines in America, people were actually starving, to the craziest crisis of obesity – and and that's because food is cheap now. And so you can walk into any store and get full for a dollar. How do we how do we how I know you've thought about this. How do we f- combat this the obesity problem in America? Right, cuz making food super expensive 
probably doesn't work because the healthy food is still expensive. It is. Right. So I don't know. I think encouraging people to move their bodies more is, is good and eat less, you know, and, yeah. and get off the processed shit, which is easier said than done because that's the cheapest of the cheap. Can you imagine yourself ever being that big again? No. Not on that any big. level. I've gained weight. I've been much fatter than I am, much heavier than I am now. Right. And were you the, unhappy when you were that big? I think I was deeply unhappy, but I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't going around in life thinking I'm so unhappy. You were subconsciously yes. depressed or I mean I was constantly sweating. I wasn't comfortable in any chair. I couldn't go anywhere without thinking about, you know, a place to sit down. Yeah, it was awful. It was right. not a fun way to live. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I'm, it was so proud of you. It took an, uh, it's impossible to do what you did. I mean, it is. It's like an impossibility. I, th- I don't think it's impossible, but I do think it requires the idea that food shouldn't be a source of entertainment. It shouldn't be for me, for sure, and it shouldn't be when there's so much available. It's dangerous having the ability to go out and poison myself with 10,000 calories for $10 is dangerous because I'll do it. Right. And people will do it. I think I, I, I banned Postmates at my house when a kid ordered something called boba, which is a tea that's got what are those glycerin balls? balls in it? <laughs> what, is, what are those? Tapioca. And tapioca balls <laughs> in tea. And it was $23. And I was like, are you insane? <laughs> yeah. $23 on this tea? Yes. And Paige, how did you guys hook up or get involved? Well, uh, Ethan's wife, Brandy, is my best friend in the world. Got it. So I think I'm here in her place because Ethan could probably say something to me that he might not got he won't get in trouble when he goes home <laughs> yeah but don't think she's not reporting back to brandy For every sure. night after <laughs> this. well of course and and brandy is your anchor i yeah. mean without brandy there is no no there no, is nothing. nothing no period the end hundred percent i own that i know that isn't that but nice? brandy couldn't sit here while we talked no. it wouldn't work and she would get mad at you or you would get mad at her just to – I don't like – my girl wants to always come on the show. And I'm like, I don't want you at work. Like, I, not that I – we don't have amazing conversations, but there is sort of like a – I'm not going to say shut the fuck up to Paige. I would never say that. I'm a polite person. I love Paige. I'm not going to say that. But I could say, okay, you're done. <laughs> I'm talking now. Right. I haven't had to. I don't imagine I will, but I know that I could. I could never say that to Brandy. She's your anchor. Yeah. Nor should you. No, I wouldn't. I, I know. <laughs> I wouldn't. With the fear of God. No, never. I wouldn't. Never. All right. So you're right. intermittent fasting. Yes. That's working for you. It is. But I listen, here's the thing. I read about a dude who did a, a, a junk food diet just to show, like, watch me. All of my food is going to be purchased at an AM, PM, and I'm going to lose weight. And he did. He was eating Snickers bar, drinking Cokes, but he lost weight. Because he was only eating a certain amount. That's right. He, was, right. He, had, he knew what his caloric needs were, and he just went under that, and he lost weight. He felt terrible. All the time. Terrible. And you draw your blood and take your blood all the time? Every two months. 
Every two months, you I draw your blood. You have the people to figure out whatever the yeah. fuck it is that you got to figure out. I'm just super interested in all of that stuff because at a certain point, like you said, it was just about weight loss. And now you're thinking about how you feel. For me, it was very similar. It was just about weight loss. And I then went, oh, health is also an issue now. Now I can look at health. Now I just want to be really healthy. You really do. You really think of your body as a machine oil and the thing and the amino acid and the fucking yogurt at seven and the turkey breast at noon like everything is doing something to the machine to make the machine work at optimum efficiency always right now that's the goal currently currently yes i think once i have seen this goal through i go back to a clean keto, you know, not salami and cheese, but some version of that because that is the easiest. What is che- what's keto? Keto would be high fat, want that. low Wait, carb. So cheese. I I I don't dairy. I you're allowed to yes. on keto. You're allowed to dairy meat. Yeah, no sugar, no bread. Right. No, no super starchy vegetables. I'm out. No potatoes? No. Oh, fuck. There's no way. How the fuck are you going to live without eating potatoes? Your body actually can do pretty well burning fat. It really can. As a fuel source. No sugar? I don't eat sugar now, though. The sugar I eat is in fruit, uh, (laughs) rice. That's the the (laughs) glucose I'm getting. Wait, rice seems pretty fucking starchy. Yeah? You can have that, though. I I get uh, about... 180 to 200 car- grams of carbohydrates a day. What do you mean grams? You weigh this shit? Yeah. Are you like in the fucking house on the scale with the thing? No, the I know that a cup of rice has about 40 <laughs> grams of carbohydrates. So when I'm weighing it, I'm going, okay, that's 40 grams and about 200, 225 calories. And that's, and I check. You weigh that. every meal? Yeah. What's for dinner tonight? Dinner tonight will be a nothing cup of, interesting. A cup of rice, <laughs> nothing fun. I have this. Uh, I found uh, ground beef that is ninety six percent fat free with four percent fat. Okay. Uh, that's what if you, you about you... eight grams of fat per four ounces? Okay. I'll have twelve <laughs> ounces of that. What is the goal of the bodybuilding stuff? Uh, you want to get fucking. Beefy, like shredded. You want to get monstrous. I want to lose fat and only fat. So it's a very slight caloric deficit. Enough protein that my body's not going to attack the muscle as a protein source. Okay. Enough carbohydrates to fill my muscles with carbohydrates so that I can continue to trick my body into thinking it needs the muscle. Right. And low enough fat that I'm getting enough fat that I don't have some any kind of imbalance, which I take fish oil and stuff like that Are, for. Is this obsessive? Totally. Is this the replacement because you and I are obsessive cats? Probably. Is that okay? Sure. It's productive. It's, it's productive. It, it's going towards my goal. Do you look in the mirror when you've, after you've worked out or you're in a good spot and you're like, fuck, I look great? Yeah, it's hit or miss, you know. 
It's uh, sometimes like I, I here's the you fuck have that thing. like you like fuck I want to Instagram you right now I want to thirst trap this shit I look great. I got I was told <laughs> I was told that I was a gay thirst trap I didn't know what this means I had to ask my kids like what the fuck is a thirst trap and they you were are mortified. a gay thirst trap you're a bear gay thirst trap that, right yeah. that that is a very doesn't that make you happy thing it's exciting sure. Isn't that, it fun to be that it's potential? But I don't want to. I don't want to. I. I don't, why do we want to do that? Why I do, don't want to do that. I'm flattered that that's what somebody perceives me as because it's an objectification where I was always. I've never. I've nobody's ever done that to me. So it's like, oh, that's that's interesting. It's new. I don't want to do that. That's okay, not I me. lost the forty pounds and I looked in the mirror and I was like, God damn, I look good. Yeah. And this is the part that fucks me up. I was like, should I Instagram this? Like, I wanted other people. Yeah, guess to what, know guys? That I look better. Sure. What is that fucking brokenness? I don't know. It is broken. It's broken. Yeah. I, and I didn't put it up, but I'm like, why am I want other people to see me looking? Well, you could rationalize it. Comparing and the thing and the social media, and you're better, and I'm worse, and that's better, and Fuck look at all me. That, and, though. No. Just do this, Shane. You accomplished something you set out to accomplish. It took a lot of hard work. You're you're allowed to be proud of that. Take pride in that. By the way, there's probably a ton of people who listen to you who have similar goals who would be inspired by that. The way uh, it's interesting, I put up a I did not put up a thirst trap. I wasn't naked, but I looked great in a sweater and jeans, and I put up a thing. <laughs> And I was like, yo, man, I lost 40 pounds. That's huge. That's a big deal. Yeah. Like, it, it was a lot for me to do that. And I felt good and looked good in the way that I felt good in the way that I looked. And I put that up. And I got a fuckload of DMs and emails from people going, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? Like, people are obsessed with this. This yeah. is a huge deal in people's lives. I think so. Is their weight. Yeah. And you're here to help. I'm trying to. Thank you very much. Of course. I really appreciate Anytime it. Anytime you want me to come, we'll talk about I, anything. I, I want you to come back in a couple of months and we'll talk about how the diet has progressed. Done. Or if you've done something new. Or if you're done with it. I'd like that. A little check, like a book. Yeah. yeah, like at a, a po checkup, what's it, yeah. post-op or what a fucking... What's yeah, post-op exam. <laughs> yeah. So coming to... This is like the... Uh, <laughs> this is like intervention when you find out what they've done like a year ago. Yeah. If they're back out on the street We've fucking talked about feeling steel. Yeah, exactly. Or if they're like what's sober. On? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm in. Okay, good. All Thank right. you. Of course. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And now it's time for questions. If you have a question you'd like answered on the podcast, please submit it to AmericanGlutton.net. page. what do we got today? Okay, Ben has a question about responding to doubters. Oh. He says, I've been on my own body transformation journey since December 2018. I was close to 500 pounds, uh, and I changed almost everything. Quit drinking, smoking, fast food, completely cut out dairy. People tell me I look great, and that's uncomfortable for me because it makes me ask the question, why didn't anyone tell me how bad I was getting? They ask how much I've lost, and then they ask me how much I want to lose. When I tell them I'm shooting for around 250 to 265, they say, why? You're going to look so skinny. 
any, and I have no idea on how to take it. It puts me in a weird funk for a few days and throws everything off. I know I'm supposed to brush it off, but the fat kid in me who has been slapped around every day in school wants to hide in a bag of Doritos. You're right. I'm not supposed to look like this. Is there any help for that? And thank you for letting me ask. Wow, Ben. Oh, I can empathize with everything you're saying. Yeah, it's really hard. I find it I find that when I tell people that I'm 260 right now, I get a look of like, oh my God, that's still really big, you know? So the idea of somebody saying you're going to be too thin at that weight, whew, that's tough. I think you got to just ignore those people and whatever your goal is, is your goal. Now you could get to 260 and you could want to lose more. You could get to 260 and not be happy with that and want to build muscle. I don't know what's going to happen at 260, but I would, if you're really determined and you're going to get to whatever your goal is, be prepared to set another goal right away because I have found the vacuum of having no goal is a real dangerous place to hang out. And Anybody trying to deter you from this, I mean, look, if you said you wanted your goal to be 98 pounds, I could understand somebody saying, like, that seems like an unhealthy weight to be, but I don't know why anybody would try to discourage you from 260, you know? I mean, I don't know how tall you are, I don't know how muscular you are, but if you were 500, 260 is a fucking great goal, like, crush that goal, Ben. Um, and anybody who says differently, tell them to go fuck themselves and don't listen to them. And then prepare yourself for another goal when you get there. That is my advice to you. And, uh, you know, I would just, yeah, not listen to those people. So they sound like jerks. I hope that was helpful. If you have a question that you would like answered on the show, please submit it to AmericanGlutton.net. Sincerely. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.